In the morning of July 12, 2013, I was invited to a networking event that will take place in a bar near our school. Those were the times where the term networking has a bad connotation to it. Networkers leading to scammed schemes brought a handful of scandals and slanders upon this term, which I took the risk blindly. And I was happy about it. Hi, neighbor. My name is Mackie, and welcome to episode 9 of the Progress Neighborhood Podcast. And in this episode, I'll share my experiences as a starting technopreneur. Back in the day, I was pretty much unsure about what I'm going to do with my life. I wanted so much material things that I had started doing business on my own, flipping items, clothes, and kicks that I found on certain discount stores. I also did freelance writing just for me to support my lucrative hobby of DJing and football. I really am that unsure when I have decided to do business. Business is not a... and has not been a big part of my life growing up and the rest of my family is not that of a fan of managing a business or simply owning one. The fire in me on starting my own business started not because I'm really in need of money but because I just wanted to try and dip my toes in the waters of business. Those were the times where innovations are blooming and startups are getting the traction that they need to move up. It was the best time to start your own business. First, since me and my friends are already in the street and urban culture scene and one of them owns a clothing store, I, stra- I technically started drafting my my own designs to start my own. I picked the basketball niche since I know the local basketball culture like it's the back of my head. Undrafted Manila launched by September of the year 2013 and clearly never pushed through since I ran out of ideas. Undrafted was rebranded to Stronghold, then I sat down. For months, I have been thinking of a way to revert things and correct my mistakes, so I went on a quest to look for someone who has the same passion and principles and be my co-founder. This time, I'm not letting myself get into the hype of the pre-existing urban culture slash streetwear and pave our own niche. Well, of course, we still base our company's niche on our own set of expertise. My co-founder, Kimi, was a researcher for an institute. I was a freelance creative, and I know at some point for us to kick things off, we have to start from our common cloud, and that is writing. In the era where blogging is still a thing, where most media services include an article that would boost your business, we kicked off as writers or bloggers, if you put it that way. 
bloggers under a niche that we created. A niche that covers all of the niches one could ever think of. And who do we serve these articles? Yes, to everyone. We started giving out write-ups to starting businesses, providing them free reviews, free feedbacks. Is it is it necessary and and relevant? Well, we th- we thought yes. I've read a couple of articles in other mediums, and it says that the very first thing you should determine before starting your own company is to define what is needed. We felt that there's a big need of promoting indie artists, entrepreneurs, athletes, creatives, or simply human beings who think that would make it big someday. A trait that we still carry today. We Harvest Lifestyle, a brand built within the foundations of passion and progress. A startup that carries a passion over profit principle with the guts of a man who who will technically risk everything to move forward. If I am to share the traits, ways, and whatnots on how I found my co-founder, it would take a couple more episodes in production. But hey, let me tell you, the common traits that made us click. Rapport, socialization, passion, and continuous work in progress. Those are the traits that me and my co-founder share. Well, maybe just of the important ones. So we jump started by writing blogs on our own expertise. The um, She started writing about social advocacy while I pushed myself through sneakerhead and the music industry. From there, a couple of blogs through, we made traction. Our little pre-startup venture is becoming more exposed and diverse at the same time. And by the moment we get into the startup scene, we reckon that we should expand. From a team of creators, um, form a team of creators who would network into 500 good humans under the standard that we follow. By the year 2013, uh, we managed to get a lot of traction from the things that we do. We gained a lot of networks that we didn't really expect, and we started to establish our name as one of the pioneer media startup companies in the Philippines. Our team also grew from a group of four to a family of six. Yes, we call our team as a family because it is what it is. We work we play, we do things like family. We continued our blogging work and gradually converted our content to bigger things and bigger mediums such as web shows on YouTube, documentaries, and special coverages, expanding our network deeper in the media industry. We resorted to networking events, getting sponsors and getting affiliates that would eventually be converted into long-time partners. We aimed to attend every couch surfing event wherein foreign business owners and content creators frequent in order for us to gain enough leverage to shoot our venture to the moon and stars. 2018 was a big day for the brand. 
or a big year rather it was the year where we have expanded into different places across the world by the start of 2019 we have finalized the decision to formally enter the startup industry as a media tech startup making us both technopreneurs Macan Group of Creatives Limited was a brainchild of everything that we have worked for. A group of like-minded individuals with different levels and expertise collectively placed in a startup company creating more opportunities and making media future-proof. We grew from merely a dream to a full-pledged company deemed and trusted by big and small brands from around the world swimming with the bigger fishes this has always been a reminder for us that we can do big things if we believe in our craft and bigger things if we do it with the other people who share our grit passion and principle you cannot always onboard your friends in a venture just because you trust them on board them because you trust them and they want to be engaged as well on board them because they want to grow and also they believe in what they can do as a person this has been another episode of progress neighborhood podcast and until next time see you and goodbye